So I didn't mean that when James is here, maybe, and you come and tell me, "Kitty, new Can you hear me, please? Can you still hear me? Can you hear me? All right, all right, glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus. Amazing, amazing. All right, shalom, evening, everybody. I want to welcome all of you to this wonderful altar. I want to welcome everybody to this amazing altar. All right, let's take a word of prayer. Eternal Father, we give you praise and the glory this wonderful evening. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love. 
thank you for your tender mercies and your loving kindness. We give you praise for the kind of heart that you have towards us. Thank you for setting our souls free from every machination of the enemy. We know that in one way or the other, we have done things that we ought not to do, that gave the enemy the platform to disturb our destinies. But by your mercies, you have saved us. This we say, be thou glorified in the name of the Lord Jesus. There is yet another moment, O Lord, that we have come before thee to receive of thee thy wisdom that will cause us to grow. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we ask, O God, that our eyes of understanding will be enlightened. We pray that any deception in the minds of your people will be destroyed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Set your people free. Now we speak against spirits in families that puts fear in the heart of people against marriage in the name of the Lord Jesus. Anybody in the bondage and the fear of marriage, we declare that they have been set free by the power of the Holy Ghost. Any voice, any knowledge of marriage that does not correspond to the scriptures and your will, oh Lord, let it be dissolved tonight in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and let your divine purpose for marriage be released even into the lives of your people. We thank you for tonight. We give you praise. Thank you for the Spirit of God that is in our midst to teach us. Thank you for your angels that are in our midst to release strange happenings in the name of the Lord Jesus. We exalt you. We give you all the praise, O Lord. Have your way that at the end your name alone will be glorified. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Wow, I'm so excited to have all of you here. Apostle Reynald, God bless you. God bless you. The Lord bless you all and keep all of you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And um, we, we, we believe that the Lord will do amazing things in our midst tonight. And whatever he has purposed to do will surely be established in our midst. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can you all hear me, please?
banyak Check it Alright, we bless God We bless God I believe the Lord has an amazing thing for us this evening and nothing can stop it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to have a talk and some few understandings about relationship and marriage from the perspective of God. From the perspective of God. And um, it looks like There's a little that All right, there's a little that the body of Christ actually um, does concerning the matter of relationship and marriage and um, This has actually caused a lot of troubles Can you all hear me, please? I think we have to dissolve this network system called MTN. We have to dissolve it. Don't worry, um, Bridget, this is for both. Can you hear me?
Can you hear me, please? they don't want us to talk about this but God punished the devil I think we have to dissolve this network um, company called MTN we have to we have to destroy it or what do you think the way, the way they are misbehaving recently Is it okay now? Can you hear me now? Is it okay now, please? All right, good one, good one, good one, good one. Good, let's go. So, what I was saying was there is very little that the body of christ actually is doing concerning the area of relationship and marriage and um i think those of us that are married when we're having a family life you know conference it was it was amazing my god the kind of things that were taught were so amazing and um if only we are going by them our marriages would actually be heaven on earth and um, I'm teaching all of us to you know walk according to the principles of Christ in the area of marriage and then there are a few things that we need to know and understand about relationship and marriage I think for some time now um, I've been 
there are times that I will even give advice concerning relationships and marriages. But this evening, I want to kind of say some few things, even though it is also an advice, but、um, it is backed by the Spirit of God that will help most of us take solid decisions. I believe you can all hear me. Good. Alright. So before I move on to say, I have just three points to make. But before I make these three points, I want to open up and give three people the platform to ask any question concerning relationship and marriage. And let's see what the Lord will do to help us. Three people, any question concerning relationship and marriage? Any question concerning relationship and marriage? Let's move. Okay, still waiting. Any question concerning relationship and marriage? Oh, no question. So, all of us have understanding into relationship and marriage. Wow, that's amazing. We bless God for, for that understanding. Okay, so then, if all of us have understanding, then let me also ask my questions and see what the Lord has for us. But I want to first say this. There are many of, many of us, our perception about relationship and marriage is very wrong. Because there is very little that the body of Christ, you know, talk about this relationship and marriage, many of the believers tend to kind of get understanding into these things outside, you know, Christ as a parameter which they are using to understand. So you see, There are many of us here. Our pastors are kind of much more, it looks like they don't want to talk about the matter of relationship and marriage. And when we look at the people in the church, the youth keep destroying themselves. The youth keep destroying themselves because let me tell you something. 
The devil is so cunning and he's very, very, very knowledgeable. And most of the things that we watch with our eyes, hear with our ears, they are the same thing that the devil. You see, there are so many dimensions of knowledge. You can know something and 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 it will look like you don't know it. There are ways and means you can have a certain knowledge about something. But you would think you don't know it because you did not read it in books. There are many of you, when we look at your relationship life right now, it can be traced to a certain movie you watched five years ago. When we look at your relationship life right now, it can be traced to a certain song that you have been listening to. So you see, all these things actually influence our understanding and our work in this thing called relationship and marriage. That is why I keep telling people, especially the ladies, you love watching emotional and romantic movies. You will end up carrying junk of knowledge that is not of God in yourself. Can you hear me, please? Good. So you see, those of you, especially the ladies, you spend much time watching movies that are quite that are emotional, romantic, and all those kind of things. Oh, what is this crowd? Can you hear, please? The network is really, really bad. I don't know why this evening it's misbehaving like that.
Can you hear me, please? All right. All right. God punish the devil fighting this network. Can you hear me, please? Is it okay now? Right, good. So what I'm saying is that the church actually doesn't talk about relationship and marriage in our time now. Because of that, the enemy is also finding ways and means to release a certain knowledge about marriage and relationship outside the scriptures to the to the youth. I believe it's clear now. Powerful, powerful. This time, if if the food they see, all right, good. We bless God. So, the church. Doesn't talk about relationship and marriage now. Yes, because of that, the enemy is also finding ways and means to push a certain kind of knowledge that is not of God into the minds of the youth, and he does this because when you tell people, "Come, it is time for 
a talk on marriage and relationship, they won't come. But they will watch a movie that is about relationship and marriage. And those movies, go and ask the one that produced those movies. You understand that even the script is not about Christ. It does not glorify God. It does not say anything that will push the kingdom of God far. It will rather teach people how to live their lives in a way that God is not part. I don't know if you're all getting what I'm saying. Yeah. So you see, the movies that you watch, especially, let's say, relationship and all these romantic movies, when you watch, the end of the movie will let you have a certain understanding that divorce is good. Because they will give certain roles and scenes about how this one treated this and this one treated this and it ended up in divorce. So by the time you realize a certain knowledge has already been formed in your heart, in your mind, without your clear awareness of that knowledge, Ember will trim quickly like that, but it has already been stored in your mind. The moment you experience something that is similar to what you experienced in the dream, the response you will give to that thing is exactly the response that the other person gave as a role in that movie. See? So right now, we have a lot of women that are slapping men because of what they have watched. They watched a certain scene, a woman slapped a man. When the man wanted to slap him, he stopped. He said, men don't beat women. So you see, that knowledge has already been stored. So in one way or the other, once the woman gets angry, she, she, she just wants to throw her hand. Those times when we used to watch those, um, um, I've forgotten, they used to call it those Kung Fu and the martial arts, you know, same bad and those kind of things. Right after watching the movie, we come out and we begin to practice it. No matter the matter, everything you watch with your eyes, everything you listen with your ears, everything you even taste with your tongue, in one way or the other, leaves a certain knowledge in you that will one day manifest. That is the reason why the Bible says that guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. But you know, your heart, you can't go into your heart and guard it. You have to know that. A man's heart is like a garden. And in that garden, all kinds of seeds can germinate. So you see, you find ways and means to build a fence around that garden so that no evil seed will enter into that garden. So what you do is that you go and get wood that will, so that you can build a fence around the garden. And there are ways and means. That is how your heart is like. So you have to find ways and means that any place where seed can come out of that will enter the garden to contaminate the good seeds that God is trying to grow, you block that way. And you know, as your heart is, there are things that you are watching that will enter straight into your heart. Things you are listening that will enter. So one of the... In fact, what the Bible talks about 
when you hear that the word of God says that guard your heart with all diligence, he's actually speaking of the fact that be careful what you listen with your ears. Be careful what you watch with your eyes. Be careful what you taste with your tongue. Be careful what you smell with your nose because all these things will enter straight into your heart. And once they enter into your heart, they will form a certain solid knowledge. And when that knowledge is formed in your heart, it will move straight into your mind. And when it moves into your mind, it becomes a mindset. So there are many people who have been listening to counselors that are always talking about their experience in marriage. And when you listen to them, the experiences of these people are the negative sides. And you have always been listening to counselors that talk about how they were, they were mistreated, how they were this, how they were this. So you end up having a certain mindset about marriage that is not of God. Who then should you listen to? God. Open the Bible. Steady. Steady the scriptures and pray. You watch too much movies. You see, a lady... A, a man spoke to a lady in a harsh way in a certain movie, and the lady also started reacting. Is that the way to talk to a woman? Is that the way to do this, 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 this? You learnt it. So the day that your beloved was also speaking to you in a wrong way, you also reacted the same way you watched in a movie, and that was how your relationship ended. You you begged and begged and begged. It did not work. Many of us are practicing songs unknowingly. We are practicing the lyrics of songs unknowingly. We are actually, we are, we are, let me say we have become part two actors of a certain movie that has already ended. A movie that has ended, we are acting it for them. We have become second-hand actors. <laughs> You act and act and act. You will not receive any pay at the end of it or you will lose your beautiful relationship and marriage. Let me talk to somebody listening to me. Eh? If you are a young girl, you are a young girl, listen to me. It is this time that you think all men are chasing after you. Start thinking. I'm telling you, those in marriage, girl, they are crying. Some of them, they are crying because of wrong knowledge that people had about marriage. Marriage is not all. So some of you live your life and are thinking that no, no, no. Be there. Marriage is not all. It is a means to a certain dimension. Don't, don't live your life and make marriage like heaven. Are you listening to me? So somebody, small wedding, small wedding, you go and empty your entire bank account, go and borrow also for wedding, wedding. If you are about getting married, listen to me, I'm speaking to you. Never ever in your life borrow money for wedding. Listen to me clearly. You will not die if you wait. You will not die. Don't be in a hurry. And you see, I keep saying this. Marriage actually is all that is done on the traditional thing. The traditional one is the proper marriage. 
wedding 99.9% of the people that come for weddings first they are spectators second they are enha i don't know the english word for enha if you know you can keep it <laughs> i'm telling you and if you are really looking at traditional marriage eh, you realize that a cowboy said then it is a wedding wedding gown alone do you know the price wedding gown alone do you know listen to me and sometimes it's very funny the wedding gown that you wear once some of you cry the more you can't give it to anybody too you can't just say are you listening to me listen oh yeah I know people they did marriage in a small Go to that matrimonial home and see beauty, see glory, see understanding. Some of them they have lands, they have built houses. Some of them, there are people they think about the future than they are now. I'm telling you, they can't go and borrow money to look big and be dying at home. It won't happen. If a young lady, this is what I'm telling you. that at the back of your mind and know that marriage is not the ultimate don't borrow money for for marriage if you don't have weight god will bless you you have it's just a matter of time wait It is not only the lady. There are some men too. They want posh, posh things, but they don't have. But most of the times, if it's the ladies do, they want to please their friends. Listen. Take your time. Take your time. I've never seen God crowning people for the one that a lot of people came for her marriage <laughs> then god will say my, my my daughter come when you were in the world on your wedding day a lot of people came receive this crown you had the most beautiful wedding receive this crown nonsense I'm telling you. If you have money and you want to do it big, it is up to you. 
But if you have money too and you want to do it small too, it is up to you. But listen, the advice I'm giving is don't go and borrow money for wedding. Don't borrow money for your wedding. Don't go and borrow money for your wedding. Because marriage is an institution <laughs> that money, if you don't have money on you in marriage, no trouble cry will come. There's a trouble behind your mind. Not tension cry for money. I'm telling you the truth. If you like ask the husbands, when the husbands don't have money, they don't talk. <laughs> they just don't talk. Why you do not What you know, As a so that many young ladies they pushed their husbands to go and borrow. There was a man of God that said he was an, he's an Anglican father. He said when he was counseling certain couple, he told them that they should do things simple. They should do things simple because looking at them now, they are now African or maybe a school, maybe a national service. It is only the lady that has a job and no crampon, just a private lady, they don't pay her much. And he told them, God will bless both of you, so take your time. When this, in this, this marriage thing, the, the little you have, they said, okay. The, the man of God said, when the wedding day came and he entered the hall where they were having the reception, he knew that this reception is above their strength. He just got to know, ah, no, 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 no. This reception, a new CC home, live band, everything is above their strength. They were just trying to let people, you know. And he said he didn't talk. He, he, he couldn't even sit down there for long. He left. <laughs> After six months, the man entered his office and knelt down and said, Daddy, I don't know that I'm dying. He said, What is wrong? He said, Daddy. We went for loan for the wedding. And every month from that time, from the day we had our wedding, every month, they take my wife. He said, when we went for the loan uh, and, and we did the wedding, the following week, I had a job. The job too is a private job like that of my wife. It's, it's, a, it's a private job like that of my wife. So... The, the the bank that please I'm coming
Can you hear me, please? Good. So, the young man entered the man's office. He said, Father, after the wedding a week, a week later, I had a job. It's a private job too, like that of my wife. And the, the bank that I went for the loan from got to know of that job. So they started deducting money from my, my salary. And they were deducting 80% from mine, 70% from my wife. It got to a point where still the money was not enough. So they decided to take 90% from me. <laughs> that means that it got to a point where it was only the lady that was running the house. Because and the guy was dying. He said, tension is in the house. Serious tension. Anything that has not even caused for argument will bring some serious and hot argument and they are always fighting. This is a marriage that God actually had his hand in. And the father told them, Namibe Shram, so the little you have, use that. Let me tell you, I don't, I don't understand why many young people will force themselves and later struggle. I have seen people, they had everything to do a post wedding, but they decided to do it small. And later they invested the money they would have used for that Porsche wedding into a business that is fetching them money as I'm talking to you. You do wedding, big reception, people you don't even know them will come and chop. Some of them will fight over food and some of them will even say that there's too much pepper in the jollof, too much salt. I've never gone for a wedding where there's so much salt in the jollof like this. Me, I don't even know. And and the concern people too will come. Hey, so hey, you might have not married Joycelyn. And he's not married. Is he nonsense? People all everywhere. They all come and eat. And you pay, you are the one that has paid for it. <laughs> you, you have already paid though. So once they are eating food you have paid for, they are gossiping about your marriage. And some will say, ah, we shall see. We shall see whether this marriage will go far or not. And he's eating your food. Me, me, you are eating my food and talking nonsense. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's so simple. Right now, Osha, after we see so young girl, young woman, young man, I'm more worried. You are now trying to pick up in life. Let me tell you, don't go broke after wedding. Right now, I'm feeling too close. So after the wedding, this one will support. Hey, who be down? Disappointment. Akuma Azua. You finish the wedding, you go to the gift table, and it is only Wadro and Woma that you have already bought some. That they have brought. What are you going to use it for? <laughs> I'm telling you, so that many people, when they go married, the things that they already bought for themselves, 
They are the same things that other people brought as gifts to them. So they don't even know what to do with those things. We are not saying that people shouldn't bring these gifts. It is good. But you see, make sure that you have everything that you want. Gradually, gradually, gradually. To go as a maware and pray and pray. Where are you going? And sometimes many, many, many of you young ladies, eh, you confuse yourself thinking that marriage is wedding. It is a dangerous deception. Marriage is not wedding. They are not even the same. So some of you can prepare for wedding and you don't know anything about marriage. You enter into the marriage, hot argument will come. You want to go away, you want to you want to divorce. No, what did you think that marriage is? Everyday ice cream. It's a lie. <laughs> you can ask Becklin, she will tell you. If you are not super talented in ignoring things, you will always fight. So you see, every simple thing. Can you hear me, please? Good. Let me tell you, if you are not super talented in the area of forgiveness and ignoring a lot of things, you will never enjoy marriage. Write this thing down. Write what I'm telling you down. Don't be deceived by pictures. Don't be deceived by pictures of married couples. It's a lie. (laughs) 98.5% of all these pictures are actually, they were taken upon certain tears. Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me, please? Good. So put that at the back of your mind. There are many of you young ladies you can't even forgive. Many young guys you can't forgive. It is actually the matter of forgiveness. Can you hear me, please? 
good. So if you are finding it very difficult to forgive someone when the person wronged you, then please forget about marriage. It is not for you. If you can't forgive, marriage is not for you. Learn how to forgive. Because there are a whole lot of things you have to forgive, else you will never enjoy marriage. From today, I want to tell all the young guys and young ladies here, believing God to enter into a moment of amazing marriages, be very careful with what you watch with your eyes. There are so many movies out there that are carrying demonic inscriptions as scripts. You will follow the whole movie and end up putting a certain knowledge in your heart you don't even know. There are movies that promote what they call feminism. Many of you are, are you keep watching those kind of movies, making it look like the woman is equal to the man. When it comes to marriage, it is not like that. Don't forget that. Once you enter into marriage, the way God prepared marriage, the man is the head. If you miss this thing, eh, you will never enjoy marriage as a woman. Jesus me a make a chonie, and mo be another. No matter who you are as a woman, once you marry, whether the guy is a small boy or not, you have to submit. And submission is very different from obedience. Let me tell you something. Let's say I am a woman and I am married to my husband, and I want to go to town. And definitely, I have to I have to take money from my husband and go. When I get I got my husband, I said, "Honey, I want to go to town and buy something. Can you give me some money?" He say, "Oh." Then he says, "Don't go. If you say okay, you have said I shouldn't go, so I will not go." That one is actually called obedience. But if the woman has everything, she has her own car, she has fuel, she has money that she can drive to the to town, and she goes to the husband to ask for permission, and he says don't go, and the woman does not go, that is submission. So submission is when the woman has her own sufficiency, her own will, but she has decided to subject it under a man, no matter the matter. That is submission. How many women can do this? Very few. There are many women in marriages. They are doing their own thing. They are living like single people. 
I'm telling you, they are living. They want, they want to do what will please them and not what will please them, the husband. The husband will say, don't do this. And find a home. Because when once the husband says don't do the a hey, you see that kind of mindset? It is as a result of a certain spirit. Listen to me very well. If you pastors don't teach about this thing because they are afraid of women, I'm showing you the best way that will help you. That is why a lot of women don't like this woman. Um, I think she's called counselor Dr. Charlotte Odru. Many women don't like her because that woman is straightforward. She's actually bringing marriage on the dimension of God's perspective as a woman. If you look at her and the things she says, you think she's a fool. But look at where God is lifting her to. A lot of women cannot do that. That is why they are still stuck. If you're a woman, don't compete with a man. Fasadi will show you and why enter into a relationship. Like, because the same God that instituted this thing called relationship and marriage, He has a plan for it. head over the woman. When we put marriage aside, when we put marriage and relationship aside, there are certain dimensions that man can come in the same level with a woman, but not in marriage. And what we are here to talk about is marriage. Be very careful. If you are in a relationship with a lady that you correct her, she doesn't want to be corrected. Leave her alone. Listen to what I'm saying. There are people, they are always right in whatever they do or say. Once you want to correct them, they also want to give you the reason why they are right. Are you listening to me? Listen to me to help you. You're a young lady. See a man to be your head. If you really want to enjoy marriage, if you really want to enjoy marriage, as a young lady, if you follow, you come and thank me later. Maybe you come and sow seed with a car. I'll take and bless you more. You are a young lady. Do you want to enjoy marriage and cause your marriage to, to look like heaven on earth? Listen to these things I'm, I'm about to say. Don't see man. Don't see a man as somebody. I don't know how to put it for you to get it. Don't, if you are a woman, 
and you want to enjoy marriage and you want to let your marriage be heaven on earth in one way or the other see man like a god you might think it is blasphemy but it is for your good write it down see your man like a god that will now let you know the kind of man you are supposed to be with because it is not all men that you can see them in that way once you are trying to picture a man in a way like god and it is not working let him be Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me please? Can you all hear me please? Can you all hear me now? Good. Is it okay now? Can you hear me? All right, amazing. Great. Listen, haven't you realized that? I said that if you want to enjoy marriage as a young lady, I'm speaking to the ladies today. If you really want to enjoy marriage and make your marriage like heaven on earth, the first key is this see your man as a, a god when i say a god i don't know let me try to explain what i mean god has arranged things when it comes to marriage god made himself the father as the head of christ
Can you hear me, please? Good. So God, in the institution of marriage, that is how God made it. He made himself the father, the head of Christ. And he made Christ the head of the man. And he made man the head of the woman. So you see, it is actually in a certain rank. So Christ is submitted to the Father in the area of marriage. And man is submitted to Christ. The woman then must be submissive to the man. The moment that the woman changes, there is a problem. The moment the man changes, there is a problem. God actually joined things in this way so that the idea, the original plan of God for marriage will flow from the father to Christ to the man and then to the woman. Then when it moves to the woman, the woman will now exhibit it. And when the woman exhibits the original plan of God for marriage, the angels will write it and present it back to the father. So when the Bible it actually even makes mention of the fact that so there's every marriage has an angel in charge of it. Never forget this. When I was about getting married, God showed me the angel in charge of my marriage. He's writing things. Every marriage has an angel in charge of it. And that angel is writing what the man will release to the woman. Then the woman will now exhibit it. So the woman actually is the last point of the exhibition of God's original plan for marriage. That is why when a woman is happy in marriage, God actually is glorified. And the happiness of a woman in marriage is actually based on what a man receives from Christ that he gives to the woman. All these things are as a result of submission. So you read the Bible. The Bible says that when a woman is praying, she should cover her hair because of the angels. And that word cover my head is actually a Hebrew statement. We know that the head of the woman is the man. And to cover the head actually means to give honor to the head. So when the woman gives honor to the husband who is her head, then the angels will now have an understanding of what God is trying to achieve in that marriage. They will now write it and present it to God. It does not mean that when you are praying, that is not what the scripture is saying. So you see, that is what many people have understood. We only go to certain churches. Because when you really look at that scripture, it is talking about marriage. It is a marriage context. The head of the woman is the man. So to cover your man, to cover your head means to shield, to protect, to honor your husband. Honor your husband. And let me show you honor 
Many of you don't understand honor now, especially many of you ladies, you don't understand honor. There is something I've seen about men, about 95% of men, when a woman respects and honors them, they, they can just forget about everybody and do that woman good. That is why a lot of men are fighting with their wives, but they are buying cars for side chicks. And some of these side chicks, eh, they don't even give the men sex. It's not about sex. The way they even talk to the man alone, the way they remove his suit and hang it. Men are looking for things like this. That is a sign of respect. We are not always looking for sex. Muntie Demekan, you are a young lady. Listen to me. Listen to me. You are about entering into marriage. Tia dia make am. Mama niya me biya blinding money dodo. Le biya yon kwa bonte ice cream. And I say, and I honey, won't you buy me this? Won't you buy me this? Won't you buy me this? Sit down and listen to what I'm saying. Listen to wisdom. It will help you. And ya ice cream a bonte. Pia niya dia de niya di. A fulfilling and kopo agenda in marriage. Those things are good. But have understanding. Because a side chick will even sit with a man and ask him of his plans in the next 10 years. Meanwhile, a wife has never asked. A wife, Omusa, what is wrong with you? So when a man sees that, ah, some future matters, am I making investments? Am I planning? Am I a better point? Then he will see that side chick to be on one and cause and and he will start treating the woman like trash if he doesn't fear God. Let me tell you, no matter the matter, if you are married, let me let me be plain with you that a lot of young ladies around the fence. If you break the hedge, they will enter. Listen to me. If you like mistreat your husband right now, you will know what his secretary will do to him. So that some of you married couples, your husband don't even eat breakfast in the morning in, in the house because a certain secretary will bring food. And when the food comes, come and see sausage, egg, this, this. But you fry one egg, it has become a problem. Do this, it has become a problem. And I've always realized this many young ladies actually are just looking for marriage. And when they are looking for marriage, they will, they will be so humble. They will do everything. They will do everything. The moment they enter into marriage, they change. The moment they marry, they change. Because they think that ah, they have gotten what they are looking for. Don't, 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 don't destroy your marriage. Listen to me. Don't destroy your marriage. I have always realized something. If you are not careful as a young lady, you will lose your marriage. If you are not careful. Listen to what I'm saying very well. 
The devil has so many plans to let you lose that good marriage God has given you. And you need to be very prayerful and careful. Some of you, the laziness is too much. So you see, you did some things at yourself. Sometimes you go and visit the young man, and when you go one Saturday, you go and wash all his clothes. It's not advisable though, but you were doing all these things just for him to marry you. The moment he married you, no. His clothes will be dirty for two weeks, three weeks, no washing. So what you did for him to marry you, no, you are not doing it now. If you don't meet a God-fearing man, he will leave you. I'm telling you the gospel truth. Anything that you think you cannot maintain in marriage, don't do it now in that relationship. Don't do it. So if you are lazy, be lazy. Let the man know that you are lazy so that he will decide whether to take you like that or leave you. I'm not talking to somebody here. I'm blessing somebody who, and this is a serious issue here. I'm, I'm, I'm very serious with this one. Almost all the marriage issues that I've counseled, that the issues actually came from the women, it is as a result of laziness. They spend much time on themselves and forget about their husbands. Let us open our eyes. I'm speaking to our dear ladies. I am a man. I can show you the secrets of men. Yeah? A man can love you uh, as if you are God. A man can love you as if you are God. There is a way to win the heart of man. It is not food. It is not through his stomach. Don't listen to those things. It's a lie. It's not in the Bible. That the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So you are always trying to cook for a man. Who told you men love food? They are looking for women that will respect them. Respect. Serious respect. And it is exhibited through the way you talk. You are just in a relationship with this man. You speak to him anyhow. He will not marry you. And I'm telling you, the young guys, let me tell you something. Don't endure marriage. You have to enjoy marriage. You are the man of the house. You are the man of the house. You are in a relationship with a lady. You can't correct. Drop that yam. Drop that yam. You go and die in that marriage. You go and die. You don't need to endure. Enjoy. There are a lot of troubles in marriage than ah one fa in Pibonia. Marriage in itself now because I know the bema near papa and no bani papa cramp. There are troubles. 
you have seen a lot of red flags in your relationship you want to overlook you might not enjoy marriage i'm telling you so you, you are in a relationship with the lady she speaks to any lady that comes around you anyhow it is that same way she will speak to your sister your mother in a way and will lose their respect There are a lot of married couples, they are enduring marriage right now. They are enduring. Because, young eh, be in marriage, eh, the only thing that is keeping them still married is that God hates divorce. The day God says that anybody struggling in marriage, you can leave. In fact, many men of God will leave. About 90% of pastors will leave their wives. Pastors will pastors. Let me take you back. When they are about to serve our fathers every day, it looks like they are serving a God. What are they seeing? They, so our mothers can live in marriage for like 70 years or year anniversary, 70 years anniversary. But still, the respect that the woman will give to the man. But many young ladies, right now, the man will talk, she will also talk. Hey, be very careful. Be very careful. Be very careful. Eh? There are many women in marriage, when they receive visitors, eh, that is when they will go for the, the beautiful glass plates, the ceramic plates, nice ones. But with their husbands, they better plastic one. What kind of nonsense thing is that? Did you marry visitors or your husband? That is a sign of disrespect. Exactly. God bless you, my son. You can lose respect for a man. But let me be plain. Can I say something here? Let me tell you something. Okay? There is a certain natural thing that happens when you see the nakedness of a person. If you are not careful, in fact, naturally, the respect you have for the person will go down the moment you see the person's nakedness. It is a natural thing. So listen to me carefully. The moment you see the nakedness of a person, naturally, the respect you have for the person, because it will let you think that you know everything about them. So The moment you, that is why even in marriage, the moment the woman sleeps with the man, he sees the man's nakedness, the man sees her nakedness, respect goes down. So for you to keep that respect, eh, it takes work. You need to, you need to, eh, when it comes to respecting a man, we deliberately respect men. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Because there are many things that will try to choke your respect for a man. And the first thing is by seeing his nakedness. And definitely when you marry, you will, you will definitely see the nakedness of your husband. 
the more you keep seeing it the more respect goes down it is a natural thing that is one of the things that nakedness brought to men look at what happened to adam and eve the word of god said in the book of genesis chapter 2 the last verse that the man and the woman both of them they were naked and they were not ashamed that is the issue here you are naked with your husband and you are not ashamed that is respect that word ashamed there is not like normal fairy no deeply into that it is a sign of respect that we are both naked but we still respect each other it is a certain grace we work for i'm telling you i told the um when we're having the family life conference i told the married couples about a woman i got to know recently my goodness i've never seen any human being any woman on this earth like that and oh she's quite old about 50 something years i think about 60 something years the word of god said god bless you my son this woman said even any time that she's having intimacy with the husband before they go for the intimacy she will enter the bathroom and pray and thank god she said when she sees the husband it looks like she has seen god honey how are you is everything okay when you went to work was everything fine she said me who be that and the man came to testify that because he has done many things so wrong that the woman should have been angry but the woman doesn't get angry it's, it's serious And because of this, when the man goes out to do something wrong, everything okay. I hope all is well. This no no I'm sorry. I did this. She will say, No problem, let's pray. God, this is what my husband has done. If it has created any way that the enemy will enter to bring confusion and separation in this marriage, Father, as we pray, we seal that hole. Do the man was shocked over just in the, in the entire life of who or baby they were interviewing that woman i think it was their 60th um, marriage anniversary and when you look at their children eh, come and see respectful children they learned these things from their mother when the woman is cooking for the man my god as my husband eats this food and gets satisfied make it a blessing unto me and unto him hey, i don't i was listening to the thing and i was shocked just say everything about the husband or tuni kunata adekura and the gnm pipe because in so many kunajare and the gnm pipe release blessings every single oh my god Sixtieth anniversary and the man when they were talking the man said like when they saw the way their mother was treating their father they saw men to be like god 
they just respected every man because it was something their mother told them and even when a man has done something wrong and if they are finding ways and means to correct their man they will say it in a wise way that will not offend the man how many young ladies can do this we don't learn we think we already know we think we already know and we are destroying ourselves with sex before marriage let me be plain with you Fasadi young lady many of you think you are going to marry a man so that he will take care of you taking care of a woman <laughs> might not be the, the the original reason why God made the marriage but it is one of, of the responsibilities of the man You see, the church doesn't teach about relationship and marriage because many ladies don't want to listen to this. Their friends are telling them, hey, so you want to live all your life for a man? Don't you have other things to do? And this and this and that. Hey, me, dear, me, I will live my own life and I don't want any man to come and control me and I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, and I don't want to do this. And that is what many of us are listening to. Listen to me carefully. If you are preparing to marry and in your mind you think you are just going to sit down for the man to always be pouring you know milk and honey on you I think it would be better if you dissolve that marriage go back to singlehood and learn well because you are going into marriage with wrong perception and every expectation that is from your own assumption and imagination you will never meet it in marriage write this thing down so many people entered into marriage they were shocked because the things they imagined and expected wasn't so Are you all listening to me? Good. Let me tell you. Don't enter into marriage with the idea of going to receive. Enter into marriage with the idea of going to give every single time when you see your your the one you are in a relationship with ask yourself what can i give to this person to support him or her don't and most of the time the ladies do this they are going that is why the most ladies are looking for men that have money because omo caught into the mind with a certain mindset that is very wrong what they will receive be very careful you have to be very careful It is not wrong to marry a rich person, no. But don't only look for a rich person to marry. If you don't have a car, I cannot marry you. You have already you have already wasted destiny by saying that. I have seen a lot of people. You know, 
they said they will never marry a man who does not have a car who does not have a house because Omono, from their own homes Charlie, things are not going well like that so the moment they met a guy the guy had a car he had a house they said ah Charlie, i'll marry this guy so it is not love it is not it is because of the car then they entered into marriage three months into marriage the lady met her old friend and the old friend said ah i've been looking for you for the past 15 years where have you been god showed me a dream about you 15 years ago and he told me to give you this the lady opened things up and gave to her friend 15 million dollars listen to what i'm saying when the 15 million dollars came and the lady understood that she can now get cars she can now build houses that was when she understood and realized that that she's in a wrong marriage so you see many of you have entered into wrong marriage because of things what if you get those things yourself what will happen to the marriage So if you are trying to you are, you are you want to marry a man because he has a car and the moment you marry the man you got your own car what will you do will you still continue with the marriage start thinking start thinking so many young ladies in marriages married the men because he, he, has, he can give me this he can give me this the moment they married them they got those things that the man was supposed to give to them so at that point the respect for the man got missing because I have it be very careful you are a young lady here be very careful let me show you one secret then we close am I being a blessing to somebody this evening Good. Good. May the Lord help all of us, especially our ladies. And now listen to me. Marriage is a long journey. It doesn't end. I'm not saying this to scare anybody. But you know something? Take time and prepare for marriage, not wedding. Wedding is just a day, but marriage is forever. wedding is just from few hours but marriage is forever and in the preparation of marriage you need god more than your intellect pray to god pray to god tell god lord i need a forgiving heart give me the heart that can forgive pray to god because there are many things you will see in marriage if you don't forgive you will divorce i'm telling the gospel truth if you don't if you are not able to forgive you will immediately divorce no matter who you think you are and let me tell you 
a good marriage must be worked out. And don't also forget there is an enemy of every good marriage. So whilst you are even trying to tolerate the behavior of your husband or your wife to make things work, you are supposed to pray and fight against the devil that is fighting against your marriage. No matter the matter, every good marriage ordained by God has dangerous enemies fighting against that marriage from the realm of the spirit. You need to be prayerful. The first thing that if every lady will listen to me to do for me, that I will be very happy, is to forget all these irrelevant movies, romantic movies, these kind of love stories. Throw them away. Throw them away. You might not know the reason why, but if you're able to do that, some of you are so much addicted to these things. You can sit and watch movie from head to toe, morning to evening, what is wrong with you? What is happening to your brain? What are you feeding your brains with? You have never read any book about marriage. You don't even know how to raise children. You don't even know. You just don't know how to manage emotions. You don't know. You just don't know anything. Oh, you know, I want Bone Street. I want this. Let's go to the club. Let's go out. Let's go and have fun. Let's go and do this. Let's go and do this. Be very careful. We don't marry with these things. If you are looking for an empty man that will do all these things for you and never think of the future, you will get. But later you will understand the reason why you got that good, that, that person. Marriage is a battle. When you see two people who have taken a nice picture, two married people, don't just think that that is all marriage is about. They will never tell you their deepest stories. Some of them cried before taking that picture. So please, open your eyes. Many of you young ladies don't help men nowadays. You don't have time to help a man. You are always at the receiving end, waiting to receive from the man. How he even gets the money to so, to give you some, you don't even think about it. You don't even think about it. A lot of men are struggling financially. And when, when there's no money in the house, the women is under pressure you don't know. Instead of you to go on your knees and pray for the, for the man that God will open doors for him. You are just there, walking on Instagram, posting pictures, not praying. That is when another woman will start getting close to the man. And she starts saying things that I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. Everything will be well. I'm praying for you. Everything will be well. I'm praying for you. By the time you realize... You have lost a good husband. May the mercies of God locate all of us. May God show us the way to be merciful unto others. And may our eyes be opened 
to see the beauty of marriage. Don't be afraid of marriage. Marriage is a good thing. <laughs> marriage is a beautiful, a beautiful institution. Have more understanding into it before you enter. That is all you need. And pray well. Some people have entered into marriages they have regretted. Some have entered into marriage they wish everybody will marry. They are all experiencing marriage at different frequencies. It is much more dependent on how you prepare, how you forgive, how you support. Throw your ego away. Hmm? Throw your ego away. Yes. Why is it that I'm the only one that is always saying I'm sorry? Why is it that I'm the only one? Yes. See, you, anytime you say you are sorry, haven't you realized that the troubles and the issues just go away? Continue. We are looking for peace to reign, not for anybody to be made right. Does that mean that the whole marriage should dissolve? No. We are looking for peace. Say me, and I will always say I'm sorry for five million times in my entire life in the marriage. I will continue to say it. It does not reduce the anointing. It does not reduce your name. It does not reduce your destiny. Learn some of these things. Learn. 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 But if you want to have a beautiful marriage, it is a battle. You need to fight with your own self. Because sometimes your own self cry will, 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 will try to fight your own marriage. Your own self will. Especially when you think you are right. You want to prove how right you are. You might end up losing a good husband or a good wife. One of my mentors said, marriage is for fools. If you are not ready to become a fool, to accept what you did not do, you cannot have a glorious marriage. Mm -hmm. Learn these things. It will help you. You are a young lady listening to me. Respect men. Respect men. Respect men. Show men. Me chow yam koti timreni mu duate. Yam koti timreni. Huh? Timreni. Yam go back and learn from our mothers. Learn from our forefathers. Our our mother. They they will show us the best. Ceramic plate in the house is for my husband. It is not for any visitor. I will never treat any visitor greater than my husband. It is an abomination. There are things when I come out of my house with my husband, I will never see. There are certain facial gestures I will never show. It is a sign that your husband is not doing well. Even if he is beating me in the house, when we come out, I will make him feel like a king. Many of you won't understand what I'm saying. 
I'm showing you a way to have your marriage like heaven on earth. Respect, respect, respect. Some of you have cheating husbands, cheating、um, beloveds. Listen to me. Going straight to the man to talk. So, is that what you can do to me? Is that what you are doing? That, I've seen that you are doing this whole taking the guy's phone, trying to check who he's chatting with, and all those kind of things. You are just showing your immaturity. And you soon lose a husband or a wife. Very soon. You are too critical about issues. And the main reason is because you don't pray. You don't pray. When you are even praying about your marriage, you have a certain mindset about marriage that is already wrong. Because there are some of you, you are already in wrong relationships. No matter the prayer you are praying, you need to just get out of that relationship. Listen to what I'm saying. Because you did not pray before taking that decision. You, know, you, know, you want God to change that man? It won't happen. It won't work. Some of you, the kind of relationship you are in, for the man to be tend to be the man that God wants him to be, so that he can help you, it will take 25 years. By that time, no one knew me. You will never enjoy marriage. He will always be a trouble on you through that marriage period. So, why don't you take your time to pray and fast? If the prophet said God will glorify your life through your marriage, sister, that day, throw relationship away, lock yourself in the room, and say, Lord, I will never let that glory you have prepared for me be destroyed. And see that. Fast and pray. Adibia, a link to the fulfillment of your destiny. Don't joke with it. Because no matter the matter, there are enemies against it that you cannot see. Bompire, ye fasting. And then now, corner, they be on the fasting, corner, I didn't corner, would you? We are saying, let them talk their nonsense. They have empty heads. Let them talk emptiness. I know what God has told me. I know what I've seen. I saw myself getting married to a man. And after the marriage, I saw myself traveling around with him, doing the work of God. Why should I just sit down for some, just anybody to come and be in a relationship with me? It's just anybody. No. I want to hear from God. I am still praying. God told me that the glory He has for my life will come through my marriage. I will not rush into a relationship. I will not rush. I am a young lady. Marriage is not the ultimate. Destiny is. 
So if this relationship will not help me fulfill my destiny, to hell with that man. If this relationship will not help me fulfill my destiny, to nobody is greater than your destiny. No man, no woman. Some of you are already in relationships aborting babies. The man said, if you don't sleep with me, it means you don't love me. Catch and say, take. I wanted to say something, but let me stop. It will, it will sound so harsh. If you don't sleep with me, it means you don't love me. Say, and then I don't love you. Go and look for the one that loves you that will sleep with you. Bye-bye. And ask him if he doesn't have... Um, you know TNT you can give him some to go quickly so that he can get to where he's going so fast people of God listen you are with a lady she's always thinking about my hair my skin why are you not sending me money to buy this why are you not sending me money to buy this why are you not sending me money to buy this why are you not sending me money to buy this she doesn't even ask you do you have any plan for next year what is your next plan she, some some women just want to be in a relationship just for the you know just for the status of it oh yes i have a boyfriend We trisso you, you that lady with trisso why? <laughs> Young men, listen to me. There whole there are a whole lot of ladies walking about. They are just looking for boyfriends. The life now we're living in that one. Some of them. They don't know anything about God. They are just walking about now waiting for a man to come and marry them. And if you don't take care, God bless you all and keep you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God willing, tomorrow in the evening we will meet. Oh, we have just a few seconds to close over. Okay, unless, um, yeah, so keep the question, okay, God willing, tomorrow we will touch on it. God willing, tomorrow in the evening we will touch on it, before we move on to our, our message. The Lord bless you all and keep you all strong. May the Lord bless you all with amazing and wonderful relationships and marriages. In the name of the Lord Jesus, God bless you. Tomorrow morning, everybody should go to church. If you are planning not to go, may the Lord cause you to repent. Iron your clothes, everything this evening. You will not be late for church. God bless you and keep you all strong. We will meet surely tomorrow. Shalom. Bye-bye.